Life is slowly returning to normal in China while the economic situation in the US continues to tighten. We're also seeing new Chinese policies on investment around the foreign investment negative list. For this and more, we get the latest this week from our director in Shanghai, Owen Hockey. From the US China Business Council in Washington, DC, I'm Ian Hutchinson, and this is the China Business Minute. Owen Hockey is our director in Shanghai. Owen, welcome back. Hey, Ian. All right, so what's life like in China at the moment? What's the business situation looking like? Yeah, I wanted to give you a sense of what it's like on the ground for businesses right now and just conducting regular business. Things are normalizing. Mm -hmm. Most companies are reopened. Many are operating at normal capacity now. Uh, You do see more folks on the street, uh, more folks going to the office. Uh, However, some companies are still offering some remote work options. Right. So you are seeing a return to normalcy. Uh, There's less restrictions on um, imposed on on businesses and individuals uh, for moving around cities and locations. Uh, Shanghai also reduced their emergency level, uh, so it's no longer high level of urgency, although they are still cautious about spread of the virus. You are seeing uh, days where we have zero new cases in these locations that are transmitted uh, domestically. There are some cases that are coming in, uh, though, that may be coming from overseas, uh, but overall, I uh, have a sense of getting control over uh, the virus, That's good. Uh, which has led to uh, folks returning back to normal business, uh, which is good. And I think many companies, many U.S. companies have also, uh, to most extent, returned uh, back to business and full operations in China. However, there are, there are still a number of concerns uh, that are still out there. First one I wanted to highlight are travel restrictions. I know I talked about this last time, uh, but it's a concern now that we see even you know, beyond China, mm-hmm. uh, where you have other locations uh, in proximity of China or, or even in the U.S. Uh, that are having uh, restrictions on inter- any international travel. Uh, it's harder to get flights. Uh, right now, they do still have quarantine uh, process in place in China. So if you are traveling to China... Uh, you will be subject to 14-day quarantine uh, if you've been in the U.S. or uh, there's a long list of other countries that would be subject to that quarantine. But my colleague did note that uh, you know, the customs there, the one that oversees this, has a hotline. I think it's 12306 um, that folks can call to get the most up-to-date information on what the quarantine procedures might be. I think a lot of companies may have had travel planned. Uh, and they're trying to assess if they should uh, still go or not. And if they do, what would those quarantine procedures be like? Uh, can they go to their home or residence to do it? Or will they need to go to a hotel? Still a lot of uncertainty. And you need to check um, with your local uh, the local government, really. And the hotline may be helpful. Uh, but in reality, there's still a lot of uncertainty uh, because it depends uh, on you know, who's on your flight, where you're coming from. Uh, so still a lot of uh, challenges in traveling to China at this point. Um, also, I think this is important for folks to be aware of, is that the Chinese embassy just re- released uh, recently uh, that effective March 24th. All right. So I will note that that is today. They encourage anyone to postpone any new visa applications. So if you're applying for a visa to go to China yeah. uh, with the Chinese embassy in the U.S., um, they're they're not encouraging that at this point in time due to uh, their measures to control the spread of the virus. Um, They've also shortened their office hours. So it'd be very challenging, I think, now if you're applying for a business visa or for a work permit uh, to begin that process at this point. Uh, If you've already begun it uh, or someone's already applied, I should be able to still maybe get that through. 
um, or at least you have a, a channel to communicate. But if you have a new application, it may be very difficult to do that, given that uh, notice from the Chinese embassy. Mm-hmm. Also, I think right now companies are looking at the impact on the U.S. because we are seeing a dramatic rise in cases um, here in the U.S., impact that that's having on their businesses, um, their HQ, um, on uh, decisions they have, may have to make, business decisions about um, how it impacts their, their finances and their investments. Uh, so a lot of companies are turning their attention uh, kind of back to HQ um, and figuring out how this is all going to impact their business overall. Um, also, with the drop in the stock market, that's had a, a big impact on on many of our member companies. Also, the China economy is another area that we're getting a lot of questions about is because now that China is starting to recover and you're seeing a normalization of business, uh, what's the actual impact on the economy? I think the economists that we talked to note the targeted stimulus measures that have went into place in China, such as tax relief um, that, that impacts those businesses that are impacted the most have been, have been helpful. Uh, but I think there's still, you know, a lot of adjustments is going on to their economic uh, forecast and overall GDP and also in individual markets about the length of time it'll take for these to recover. You do see many banks and institutions adjusting their uh, overall GDP forecast. Um, also, I mean, another factor there is that, um, you know, ex- external demand. So any exports from China to Europe or the U.S., um, you're going to see an impact and a prolonged impact there as well uh, on many products as you do see slowdown in, in the U.S., Europe and other markets. So uh, we'll be following that closely and, and I'm sure we'll have some programming with economic speakers um, that can talk about that. Yep, we will indeed. Uh, and members can see what kind of events are upcoming on our website at uschina.org slash events. Also, I think this is a time many companies looking at, um, as they have seen a slowdown, um, as they do need to adjust internally um, some of their um, resources. Also seen some companies moving forward with some layoffs or other necessary measures that they may need to be making um, or that they have been making over the past few uh, weeks, months. Um, as needed. Uh, so some internal restructuring going on, a lot of companies looking at that and what needs to be done. All right. So how about policies on investment on the Chinese side? I gather there was some movement there. On the policy side, the more recent development is that early in March, the National Development Reform Commission was seeking comments on their encouraged foreign investment list. Uh, we did provide comments on that uh, based off some of our member company feedback and priorities. Right now, what we're looking at um, is a separate list, which is the negative list. This is a list of areas that are restricted for investment in China. Uh, so foreign companies cannot invest into these areas that include agriculture, financial services, utilities, and media. And these are just select areas in those categories. I think there's some list of 40 different um, areas that are restricted uh, for investment in China. So if you do fall in any of those categories or you think you might, it may be worth taking a look at that. Um, we're seeking comments until March 31st and would be very interested in areas or any kind of feedback you'd like us to provide to the uh, National Development Forum Commission. Yeah, if members have comments they want to add to that, they can get a hold of you via email. Um, I'll include your address in the show notes for folks. All right, anything else? One other thing I wanted to mention is that I was mentioning the quarantine policies in China. So for anyone traveling from um, U.S. or overseas that wants to um, go to China for business travel or to return there. Um, my colleague, Chris Miller, who's based in our Shanghai office, recently went through that process. So we had to go through a mandatory uh, quarantine procedure uh, when he did return to Shanghai. Um, he did record a podcast for China Business Review uh, with you, I believe. 
so I think that'd be interesting for anyone that kind of wants to get a sense of what that whole process is like, can hear from Chris directly about uh, what he went through. And uh, he also probably has some you know, good tips and guidance for folks that are thinking about traveling to China at this point in time. Yeah, that was a good chat we had with Chris. Uh, I'll include that link in that episode in the show notes as well. That's an episode on our other podcast, the China Business Review Podcast, which you can also find on all the major podcasting apps. Okay, as always, a great wrap up. Thanks a million, Owen. We'll hear from you again soon. Thanks, Ian. The China Business Minute is a production of the U.S. China Business Council, and you can learn more about our work on our website, uschina.org. If you like the show, please leave us a rating and review. It'll help other people find it, and go ahead and forward it to one of your colleagues. You know, if they're working from home, they might like a little bit of a break, a little five-minute update. Again, thank you for listening, and we will be back next week.